is it okay once they move in to ask them to leave? <laughs> I I personally say yes because, but but I would have said that from the beginning too. Like I. But let's say you didn't. Okay, so we let's didn't. Say you did. I because didn't tell my parents like, hey, you know, if you things were, don't work out. No, because you were hopeful. <laughs> You're like just like hopeful that things are gonna work out and yeah, we're yeah, gonna good. Yeah. we're gonna love each other it's gonna work out great yeah, la-di-da <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and then and then it's just a disaster uh-huh. and i'm threatening you behind closed doors that i'm moving out if i'm stressed out every day <laughs> <laughs> and i'm choking you behind closed doors yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom is choking you in the other room yeah. because I'm probably getting. I'm getting on beat up on both sides, exactly, no matter what, right? I'm probably getting on her last nerves too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will, and I have some really, really comfortable socks today. I have some bomb ass socks on. <laughs> See, that's the name of the brand, guys. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. Bomb ass. Is that how you pronounce it? Probably not. Probably bombas. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, I don't think so. <laughs> There's only one S at the end. <laughs> but either way, they are bomb ass. They're very comfortable, very um, cool looking, and you were trying to wear them. Yeah, These are my too. gifts. Yeah, your friends picked it up. They were your Christmas gift, but I was trying to um, put a pair on, but they're too big. They yeah. have tiny feet. Yes. And um, you were trying to steal my socks, basically. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I love those. You and steal then you my didn't socks even realize. All the time. You didn't even realize they weren't for you. And you steal my <laughs> socks all the time. So why, why would I steal your socks? I, my feet are way bigger than yours. Exactly. There's no way I'm going to be able to wear them. They stretch out. <laughs> the short socks? Yeah. That's probably because before I didn't have that many of those short like ankle socks. So you had to take mine. I mean, they were in the in the laundry, and it's a free for all. If you don't take them out of the <laughs> washer or dryer, that's on you. Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. Exactly. Uh, but anyways, we have a cool topic today. Kind of touchy. You no, don't not touchy. One that you're excited <laughs> about. Like you've been like, yes, let's go with this one. We want to talk about this one. Well, I've been actually avoiding this topic. I've been just shutting it down and saying <laughs> no every time you bring it up. But then you have so much to say about it, though. I Beha- do. Uh, not, on, not on the mic, off the mic. Off the mic. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the reason, so the, okay, the topic kind of came back to mind because you're right. We've so been, what is the topic? We've been talking about this for a while, but the topic is whether it's a good idea um, to have your in-laws live with you, basically, right? So living with your in-laws. And <laughs> <laughs> off the mic, I mean, you know, we, we've definitely had some polite discussions, <laughs> some civil conversation. Just kidding. It was back and forth. There was a lot of stuff thrown. And now that it, this now is it's a awkward. podcast, it's a free-for-all. <laughs> so you're going to air it out? Yeah, I think it is a touchy subject, though, like you said, uh, in all seriousness, because it's not an easy one for sure. And I think a lot of times when you think about it, it's there's so many ways to look at it. But I've seen it a lot of times cause arguments, you know, and tension probably within 
the the relationship and even when we brought this topic up like oh uh my mom recently on our zoom call brought up that again i was like you know what about like living with you guys and i told you about it and my answer was no absolute no i mean yeah there was another word before no but yes (laughs) (laughs) um you know, I think she's been throwing out that idea before, you know, we even got married, right? But it's just, pers- this is just a, a personal, um, you know, decision on my end. I just see, I could just see where this is just leading to. Okay. It's just not good just because of the differences in our personalities. I can see it being a disaster. Hmm. So I'm going to just save us all the pain by just saying no. It's not a good idea. It's, it's really not a good idea. I mean, do you think this is pretty common though? Like amongst people that are married and, you know, having like their in-laws or parents wanting to move, whether they verbally, like directly, like some people are very blunt. Like I want to live with you guys <laughs> or they'll, you Like know, your mom. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like my mom, she'll, she'll throw it out there in a half joking way, but kind of serious too, right? Mm-hmm. Just to see how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, and she does that to all the siblings, right? But like, do you think there's also people that might be um, less direct with it and maybe more dropping hints? You know, you know? it's not the directness or not. Um, I think, you know, living with your in-laws or extended family, um, a lot of times it's a cultural thing as well. Or... That's just how you were, you know, brought up. Because if if you think about, you know, back in the day, right, the more people you you live with, uh, you increase your your chances of survival. True. I mean, I think if you look at the humans, right? I mean, we used to, or we still do, right? We we live in tribes, basically, mm-hmm. um, quote unquote tribes, where your chances of of successfully. Um, raising a family, whatever, right? Surviving, like you said, is going to increase like significantly when you work together versus trying to tough it out on your, on your own. Yeah. And that's probably still carried over from like caveman days to modern days and that at least some of that mentality. Um, so I can see where it stems from. Yeah. But do you think like that still makes sense today though? I think it only makes sense um, today depending on where you live, right? Here, you know, I guess you can say in the... Like Western? Yeah, yeah. There's structures in place where um, you don't have to do that, right? When your parents get old, they have options uh, versus if you lived in, you know, a, a village or a third world country or in other countries where they don't have the structure um, where that is an option, then, yeah, I can see why you as their kids have to live with them to take care of them. Mm. I think part of it too was like, you know, when we were talking about it, like I feel like it's, well, one, I mean, I can't speak for other cultures, but like being Chinese, I know that that is like almost an expectation um, like with parents wanting to live with their kids because mm-hmm. my mom, uh, her mom, my grandma, uh, when she was still around, she lived with us. Yeah. Right. And I, there, I think there's a lot of like positives that come with that. 
but then I do see what you're saying too. Like we talked about, there's like a lot of maybe potential tension and drama that can be created from living with relatives or people that are close to you. But see, this is what blows my mind. All right. So your mom always hints, you know, at her kids that she wants to live with us. But then yet, what blows my mind is that, you know, when um, you guys were younger, you did live with your relatives mm-hmm. and yeah. your your grandma and, you know, your just extended family. And there were a lot of issues that, arri- yeah. you know, that ha- happened because you guys lived together. Yeah. So in my head, I think... What I think is that in her head, she's like, oh, this is my kid. These are my kids. So there's no drama. Mm. She didn't think it thoroughly. I mean, it sounds good, right? Like, I think for a lot of people, if you said, you know, let's have all our family living together, one big happy family, you know, that's kind of the image. And we all get along and everything's great. And um, you know, if you have kids, they're they're not just raised by you as the parents, but you've got aunties, uncles, grandparents to kind of all chip in to help raise this human being. Mm-hmm. It's like being raised in a village, right? Yeah. It takes a whole village. Um, but that's, I, I don't know. I mean, is that realistic? That's the answer, the question, right? Yeah. And I don't know if that is realistic or not. Yeah, because, it, you know, I thought about it. You know, I gave it a, a fair thought, right? <laughs> Did you really? You, it sounded like you just said no, like automatically. Yeah, I said no. And then knowing me, I felt guilty. And, you know, I gave it a fair thought, right? To weigh out like the pros and cons of you know, having your mom live here, right? <laughs> she even, she's struggling to even say it out, like <laughs> verbalizing it. And... Like, but, you know, let me weigh, weigh my pros and cons. Okay, and then I can weigh get your pros into and cons. More weigh details, your pros and cons, right? yes. I mean, the pro is um, it'll be nice to have someone, you know, help us with the housework, you know, or split more people to split the, the work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, your mom's not, not working right now or anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she'll be a, a big help in that sense where... Yeah. You know, she'll, I know she will step she'll chip in, in and yeah. yeah, and help us and with that. And then, um, you know, it's kind of nice that if we choose to have kids, like there's some, there's another hand, um, you know, to watch, to help us watch, you know, our kid or kids in the future. I don't, I don't know yet. Um, that's a, a topic, you know, we're still debating. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of nice, right? It's. It's like, like they said, they, like they say, it takes like a, a village to take care of a, a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it. And it'll be kind of cool to have, you know, someone like different generations, you know, passing down wisdom to this young human being. Right. Yeah. So I, I see that as a, a pro. Okay. A con. Uh-oh. Well, that was a short list. <laughs> Um, I mean, and maybe economically, it may help. For sure, it will probably yeah. help, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, why they live with their, their, their parents or extended family is because it, it makes economic sense. Yeah. Right? It's very helpful. Or let's say they have... For them and yeah. for maybe for the family yeah, too, exactly. like daycare or, and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And or, 
another thing is that maybe they have a, a business that they run together. It just makes sense to, you know, just be around each other and, you know, be able to make decisions quickly or, you know, they have a farm or, you know, it just, it makes economical sense, right? Um, but the con to that is that, you know, you and I, we value our privacy a lot. And, you know, by having your mom here, you know, regardless, even if she's to herself, let's say, um, you still can't be your, yourself completely. You know, I always have to consider, be extra considerate because there's another person here that it's not you. And it's different you know, between you and an in-law. Right? I can wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I want a snack and start making, you know, sounds in the kitchen. Like, I wouldn't feel bad if I woke you up. <laughs> but I would feel terrible if I woke her up. I see. Right? Well, So I, you're considerate to other people that put, would be living in the home, but you would not be considerate to me. It's you a are not. It's a different level. Yeah. Of consideration. Got it, got it. Yeah, but... I can take more abuse, gotcha. Exactly, you can take more abuse, but... <laughs> you trained me. <laughs> but knowing your mom... Yeah. You know, she's not the, the type that will stay out of our business. Uh-huh. You know? You know that's true. That's that's fair. Uh-huh. Right? I'm not making that up. Okay. I, okay, let me do a disclaimer first before I get myself in trouble. Um. I have a great relationship with Will's parents, right? We travel together, you know, we, I show up to, you know, their family parties and stuff. And, you know, it's fine. There's no drama. No. But just just knowing what I know. Personality. Personality-wise, I just know it'll be a huge issue, right? Because uh, Will's mom, you know, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, her personality. It's just who she is and... You know, I just have to be very honest when it comes to situations like this. Yeah, and right? I think her parenting style is very different, right? From what I'm used from to. From what your parents' parenting style is and what you're used to. So yeah. it can be like, what the heck is going on kind of thing, you know? Yeah, maybe I can backtrack a little just to give the, the listeners, if they haven't listened to our other episodes, um, you know, the, the differences between, you know, my parents and Will's parents or mom. Um, I mean, there's no, you know, one right st style or, you know, one right way to raise a kid. It's just, you know, it just happened. We were born into this household yeah, and that's yeah, their yeah. personality, right? Um, so Will's mom is very um, overprotective. Yeah, yeah, I could say that. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, we used to go on dates back in the day. And, you know, in the beginning, when I first started dating Will, I'm like, who's this, who's this person calling you like five times during our date, right? Like constantly, like his phone kept going off. And I'm like, did you think it was like my side chicks or something or what? No, I just, I first, I was like, <laughs> maybe it's um your, your clients calling you. Oh, right? And I'm like, that's, but I'm like, it's like 8, 9 p.m. Like, why would they be calling you? Uh -huh. And every time I, I would see you looking at the phone, you'll just turn it off. Like. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm silent it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just silent it. Or like or like um, you know, if I go to the bathroom or something, I see you like answering and talking and then like in Chinese and yeah. I'm like, okay, no, it's not your clients <laughs> now. Um so then, you know, eventually I found out it's your mom calling. Yeah. Right. And and especially when you first moved out, it got worse. It, yep. 
She was calling by the hour. That's an exaggeration. No, it's not it was an not an, by the hour. Let me go ask your siblings. She called a lot throughout the day, but I would like every hour. Come on, that's a little much. No, she was not calling me like twenty four times in a freaking day. No, more but like, I get what your point more like twelve times. Your point was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Like no, it was it was uh, a little much, right? Like in the beginning, yeah, more than what she probably should have. Um, as far as far as like making sure she's respecting our space and time and all that mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. yeah. But that gives you an idea of what uh, how overprotective she can be, you yeah. know. And every time we we talk and things like that, she would ask um, things, basic things. I mean, I know it's coming from a good place. It always does. It always does. Yeah. That's Absolutely. her way of showing her love for us and the fact that we're not living in her, in the same household anymore. I'm sure it's difficult as a parent, you know. And um, you know, you miss your kids. You just want to be there and, and just hear their voice or whatever right i get that i try to put myself in her shoes um but at the same time what she didn't understand was that we're adults now right mm-hmm. we're taking care of ourselves we have our own lives and things that we want to do and the way we want to spend our time and for her she didn't understand that and so a lot of times even though i'm now a like I would like to think an adult and I'm like in my <laughs> mid thirties so. now uh, or approaching mid thirties and she still sometimes treats us or talks to me like I'm a kid. Right. And I don't know if that's something that will ever really change because I'm not a parent myself yet. Mm-hmm. And I can see as a parent, like you'll always view your kid as your kid. Yeah, absolutely. But just the way she treats me as a kid, like a five-year-old or 10-year-old or something, it can be frustrating. And that's her level of just being a little much, right? Yeah. And I see what you're saying is that knowing both of you very well, yeah. you know, I definitely agree with you that there would probably be some clashing there because she would be all in your business and you're the type that is the exact opposite. You want your freedom. You want independence. Privacy. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I can, and you know, I, I get like when I interact with Will's mom, like I get glimpse, glimpses of what it's like if she lived with us, right? <laughs> like, um, I, I think there's one day when I was at work, it was a weekend, she stopped by our house, which, you know, they're more than welcome to, you know, stop by. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't mind at all, but she started inspecting our house. Yeah, I don't know if this is a common thing, but... You know, she started inspecting our house and, you know, I haven't had a chance to do laundry yet. And then she wanted to <laughs> she wanted to do our chore it's like work. like a surprise visit. I know, I'm like... <laughs> no, she called in advance and, um, yeah, she was basically, like, going around the house, looking in our cupboards and um, looking at what pans we use. Is the rice cooker still, like, good, like, new and good? Yeah. Like, Because I guess the, you know, the rice cooker pot, like, the the non-stick stuff can fade and whatever and she thinks like you know we wouldn't throw it away or get a new one or replace it so she's checking for things like that and then and i think snooping around a little bit (laughs) and i think you took the spare key away from them didn't you originally i gave them a spare key for emergencies yeah but then they they um so we just moved here nothing was in its place yet right we just literally just dropped off stuff in our new house and I think you were still apartment, sleeping. Yeah. yeah, I mean apartment, and you were still um, staying at your old apartment. Uh-huh. They had a spare key. They, she came on a weekend mm. to wipe down our entire place. 
Right. <laughs> and then that's when you're like, okay, give me back my spirit. Which I told her that she didn't need to do that. <laughs> she first did not need to do that. Please say it makes me feel bad. Right. I mean, but it was nice that they did that. You know, I know that yeah. like that was a nice gesture. Like she wanted to help contribute and to like help clean down the apartment before we moved in, even though um, we were planning on doing that anyways. And, yeah. you know, they have professional cleaners and stuff like that. But something just for her, that's just how she is, right? She wanted to feel like she contributed. Yeah, and I just, it makes me feel a little uneasy, right? Because mm-hmm. your mom is not my maid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want her to clean or clean up after us. Or, you know, I just want her to just sit down and enjoy. enjoy and yeah. that's it. And you don't need to do an inspection. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? That's her way of trying to show, like an yeah. act of service, you know? If you, yeah, in, I, in I one get of our it. episodes about like, right the love languages i get it and you know i I do enjoy cooking right yeah um that's just like well you know when i cook i make like a huge mess but i do you do yeah and i I clean it no i clean the mess i clean it too yeah i know you do you'll do the all the dishes i make but yes but you also leave (laughs) stuff like all over the floor like you do clean i'm not saying you don't you try yeah. your best to pick up after yeah. yourself. I mean, but it's like a tornado <laughs> freaking went through. That's the one thing about your cooking. Like you have no... And, and here's the thing. So like I'm in charge of washing dishes. <laughs> so she has no freaking regard or consideration for me. She gives no no freaking care because what she'll do is, oh, I put something in this bowl, right? It's perfectly fine, like some vegetables. She'll use it to cook. And then that same bowl... She'll just throw, like, instead of putting other things in it while she's cooking, she'll just use her. It's like she's deliberately (laughs) trying to use as many freaking utensils and plates and, like, tools as possible, bowls, so that I have a bunch of stuff to clean afterwards. I'm like, what? Makes no sense. But you like my cooking, don't you? I love your cooking, but (laughs) I'm just pointing out and being real with you now that we're on the podcast so other people can know what I have to deal with. That's not fair. You know that cook, <laughs> that um, you know food safety is very important. It is right, so I'm always paranoid of contamination. It's freaking vegetables. How's that going to contaminate but, anything? And you're going to cook it. I you just care. wash the vegetables. No, but still. So you need a completely new plate yes. to put other vegetables in that other plate. Yes. <laughs> see, this is this is why. So it, it, I always feel like I'm like, how do we go through like? All our utensils, all our freaking plates. Every day. Yeah, every single day. And it's like enough for like eight people or something. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then it's like every time I point it out or like at least when it's not on this podcast and I point it out to you, your response, you always threaten me. It's like, do you like dinner? Do you like <laughs> snacks? Do you like lunch? Well, if you do, then that's not going to be a problem, is it? Right? <laughs> like it's just, You always dangle that over me. It's like crazy. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's hilarious! But yes, but, so but anyway, cooking wise, cooking wise. So you, one, there was one time you came over to when I was still living with my parents, and yeah. we were using her, my mom's kitchen. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to be helpful. Was it I, during Thanksgiving or I don't something know like that? one of the holidays? And uh-huh. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll peel vegetables, right? I'm like, how hard <laughs> is it to peel vegetables? You use a, a, a peeler, peeler yeah. and you literally just run it down the the carrot or whatever you're peeling. Yeah. And I was just peeling some vegetables. And your mom comes over and starts criticizing the way I'm peeling vegetables. <laughs> what do vegetables. you mean she's criticizing you? Yeah, she's like, no, no, you're doing it wrong. You're do- I'm, and I'm, you have to do it in a certain pattern, peel it in a certain way or and what? And I'm like, I'm like, 
And then and then she's like, she grabbed it and she starts starts peeling it. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that's exactly what I just did. So that's the thing. Like I <laughs> when you told me that, because I didn't, I was I didn't see that happen, right? But like when you told me about that, I, I think what was funny is like I was like, Yep, that's my mom. That's like she she does do that. Like for her, she has a, a tough time, I think, sometimes when somebody does something in a different way mm-hmm. than what she's accustomed to, she'll she'll assume it's wrong kind yeah. of thing, right? I know that's something she's working on, but um, as far as like, then that's where she can get a little like much, right? Like mm-hmm. with being overprotective and that's kind of more like micromanaging. And you know, both of us, we don't like that. Yeah. So um, I can see how you look at something like that from those experiences. And I'm freaking out on the inside already. <laughs> but so, so yeah, that's one. Because imagine that's every day. That's every day and that's every every little thing I do, right? Um, I could just see an argument happening. Mm-hmm. And that'll, and you know, an argument can just completely tarnish the relationship. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It's not like something you can, you know, really bounce back from i mean you can make amends but yes it will it will hurt the relationship yeah and 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 if and if it's like a thing that it's continuous and doesn't get better uh, i can just see that um you know it's hard to make amends from that well and and the other thing is let's say that let's assume that she was living with us right or an in-law like well in your case that would be your in-law right like you're living with um, my mom or in the same household. And let's say that that tension is there. I'm going to hear about it. From both sides. From both sides. Yeah. I'm going to be the one stuck in the middle, you know, and you're going to have your side of the story. My mom's going to have that side of the story. And then it's kind of make you know, putting me in a tough spot where it's like, I have to choose who I agree with or disagree with or try to mediate and, you know, I can definitely agree with you. It it can def uh, it can turn into a big mess, yeah. right? Some dra- drama, some tension, arguments, fights. Um, not good. Yeah, and also, um, you know, as your wife, I would be hurt if you picked your mom's side. Hmm. And I know your mom would be hurt. She's gonna get hurt if you chose my side. <laughs> so I lose. Yeah, it's a losing situation. Yeah. So your so is that your opinion then? Like, is it's better to just not get into something like that? And, and I know we're picking on my mom a little no, bit no. here. No, no, you know, we'll be fair, and you know we can bring my parents into the the picture as well. Sure, right? Um, but this is just a general thing. Like, I'm just breaking down the categories. On sure, I'm just trying to make a case on why it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and knowing, you know, your mom's personality. Um, as well, like I feel like once she moves in, she'll start treating us like kids again. Like, yeah. did you eat? It's late, but it's sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I can't eat right now. You don't have, yeah. you know, people calling me like work your or- work. You know, it's just like, you know, sometimes our eating can be a little irregular, right? Our schedule yeah. it's a little irregular because you know what we do is just it's not a, a typical nine to five schedule. And, you know, she may not understand that. And right. I can't have someone nagging at me because I'm not eating on time. And I know <laughs> and I know that would happen. She's going to start bringing you food, though. She'll start making the food and bringing it to She'll you. She'll start, start spoon, feeding. <laughs> spoon feeding me, right? 
it's like mom on this call here dude, eat this damn rice like, yeah and I, I think like um you know hilarious. if i'm constantly if i can't feel like i'm free and myself at home and if the stress keeps building up i know eventually i'll take it out on the the relationship and for our relationship's health like i can't knowing like you know i can't knowingly put us in a situation without even speaking up because if something goes wrong, I don't want to look back on this moment and regret it and, and you know, get mad at myself. Why didn't I just at least even speak up, right? Because that's hard, right? Like if, if you're, let's say if I, as one of the spouses, came to you and said, you know, and I'm all about it. Let's say like, you know, like, hey, babe, like I, my mom's been wanting to live with us. And I think it's a great idea. I, I would love for her to be closer. You know, I, I love having a close-knit family and being in the same household together mm -hmm. now it's on you right the ball's in your court yeah would you be cool with that yeah and okay so you know the listeners could be like well you know it's just you're just um saying no because it's will's mom and you know of the clashing personality but then you know on my defense i wanted to make things fair so i brought in my parents right? okay so let's say your mom you were or, the one that... Or my mom, or my dad too. Okay, My sure. parents. And let me give you, a, you know, a background on, you know, my parents. Like, they're very easygoing, right? Will always calls me the free-range child because, you know, even when I was living with them and I rolled home at 3 a.m., no questions asked. They didn't get, wow. you, know, you know, they don't care. Like, it's not that they don't care, right? Of course they care. Like, I can open the fridge and there's food you know, in the fridge for me. But they're not like, did you eat yet? You know, they're not like negative. Why did you get home at three? Why did you get home at three? It's odd. It's or not normal not, either. Yeah. Well, but this is, but okay, but this I'm is, saying our parents' styles are yeah, both extreme. But I mean, they weren't like this until, you know, it, in my 20s, right? Because okay. before that, you know, they were pretty strict, right? With the the boys and this and that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this once you became an adult, yeah. After so college. we're we're gonna talk about how after I became an adult Got because it. before adult, you know, they, of course they were strict, right? Well, not that strict, not on your level. Okay, but fine. For me, it was very strict. <laughs> um, Just yeah. make sure you get home by two, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> Just no. kidding. No, um, I know they had ground rules for they sure. Had rules, uh, definitely. Um, but as an adult. It was yeah. different. As an adult, it was different. You know, they let me make my own decisions, my own mis make my own mistakes, you know, and they only, and like, let's say if they don't agree with what I'm doing, it's just a talk, right? They'll give suggestions and they'll close, close a blind eye and let me make my decision, even if they don't like, like, that's just their style. And, you know, till this day, I have a great relationship with my parents, Right. And my mom is just like extra nurturing. Like she's not the type that will yell or, you know, she doesn't nag or anything. It's just like, she's just lovely. Like I call her, this is like an example of my typical mom. Okay. I call her mom. I'm stopping by home just to drop off presents, but I won't be entering the house because I just went to work. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't want to expose you to any danger. So I'm, Will and I, we're just going to drop off presents right in front of your door on mm -hmm. whatever date. Yeah. She's like, oh, so you're stepping home tomorrow? Let me go bake you a cake and make <laughs> you some food. So when we She literally did bake us a cake. Yeah. So when we arrived at our house, she had a cake in front 
of the the door ready, um, bags of fruits from the garden. I think she gave us like a papaya and like a bunch of oranges and just like things that they gathered from oh dragon fruits from the the garden. And then like um, they made us entrees on the side, like food. Like it was just yeah, that's just like my mom, right? Every time I tell her I'm stopping home, even if it's five minutes, she'll have like a whole freaking like. <laughs> Yeah, she has the like, meal plan ready. Yeah, for a week um, or something. yeah, exactly ready. She's for like, us. for some reason, they think we're starving or something. I yeah, don't know. no, kidding. I don't think they think they're starving, <laughs> but yeah, that's just the, you know, the type of mom she is, very nurturing, and um, and I and I thought about it. What if my mom, and my parents, were like, "Hey, I want to move in with you and Will," but but I know for a fact that it's most likely not going to happen. Because my dad in the past has vocally said, I don't want to live with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you kids. Like, uh, I, no, why would I want to live with you? He, no, he's like, he's always like, oh, it's going to bring in so much like drama, you know, like he knows. Oh, like, he knows. wise he's man. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I like my freedom. You know, I don't like anyone watching me. <laughs> that's where you get it from too, for I think sure. that's where I get Your it independence, from. Yeah, so. and, and, you know, it's, but I'm just imagining if, you know, they change their mind, they're like. Yeah, just a hypothetical, hypothetical. situation. Let's say if they asked you, hey, can we live with you? You know, because I, I, I threw that back on you. I'm like, what would you say then? Like, because I felt <laughs> like, like you were, the point you were trying to make earlier was that um, it might be, Dif- more difficult if it's your actual parents you yeah know, as that person what's the perspective because it does put a lot of pressure on you like because do you want to break your parents heart no of course not of course right? not but then do you want to break you know cause a rift in your marriage probably no. not either so what do you do yeah so you turn that table back onto me yes and in my head, I'm like, yeah, I could see myself living with my parents, right? Because I've done it for so many years and they're so cool. Like, and you would probably get along. I would probably get along. And my mom and parents would probably be super helpful, right? And I'll probably get a gourmet meal every day from them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of nice, yeah. That's kind of nice. But then, um, you know, I thought, of, I thought about it from your standpoint, right? That's my parents. My parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know all their quirks and, you know, for me, it may not be an issue, but it might be for you. And, you know, it's just, I know that a lot of things can, you know, just they could do certain things that would bother you and you could do things that could bother them. And I just don't want to even entertain um, that risk of of ruining such a, a good relationship we all have, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I understand, yeah, and I understand it's like, it's just human nature. It's like, if you live together with someone long enough, there's gonna be some issues. Oh, yeah. You know, even us, right? As even good us. as we get along, there are always things that will irk you. There are pet peeves, there are things that you're not gonna like or that will you find annoying whatever yeah yeah it's hard enough for you and i to make it work right and then now you're bringing in another external person, factors yeah, yeah. Another couple of people yeah another couple of people um and i just feel like sometimes you know distance just makes what it, what's that saying distance makes the heart wander or something 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 like that know. right and i and you're basically saying it, you appreciate people more too when you can <laughs> miss them right exactly yeah. um 
yeah, so my answer, you know, to that would be no as well. No but, to my parents. But what if what if I said, you know, let, let's just I mean, I know you're you're kind of assuming that let's say there's things that we don't agree with or whatever, but let's say we do get along very well and it would be fine, but it seems to me you still would choose not to live with them simply because you're also the personality where you just enjoy your own privacy and um you know being able to be fully yourself at home because you're right like even if there's another person aside from your spouse at home you can't really just be fully yourself in my opinion yeah let so me I just agree give, with you on that let me just give you an example um like you said they'd be so mindful you know like yeah. college roommates okay right yeah um you know you you see this situation happen all the time where two best friends decide to move into with each other you know to to um be roommates yes sounds like a great idea yeah. right why not you're best friends exactly and then you know next thing <laughs> you know they have a fallout so just because you have a great relationship you know, outside of your home, doesn't mean that you're great roommates. You're great roommates. Yeah. And it creates tension and I issues. I agree with that. And let's say two people who doesn't get along. I mean, or doesn't even know each other well. Or they're like strangers they're or like acquaintances strangers, or something. Yeah. Strangers. Yeah. Or, you know, they don't, they, or they're very neutral with each other. They could be the best roommates because, you know, it's like just their styles click. Right. Yeah. yeah, I definitely learned that in college is that there's there's people you can be friends with, but there's no way in hell that you guys can live together. You'll kill each other. You know, we joke about that all the time, but it's true. Yeah. It's uh, like so I agree. Different quirks that comes out yeah, right, from yeah. living together. Um, you can be great friends, but you you might not be great roommates. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why. And I just I just can't bear to take that risk. Yeah. I can't. I don't want you know, a relationship to get tarnished or, you know, tension to build. Because I, I like that, you know, we're able to have great hangouts together. And, and like, the, yeah, and the images, you yeah. know, in your head is good, right? Sure. Like, I don't want my parents to think of us like, oh, there's, you know, like. You see all the, the people, the, like the, the bad habits and all that yeah, stuff. Or that, why did my daughter marry him? You know, it's kind of stuff like that. I think sometimes like when if like uh, from an in-law standpoint or relatives or a friend, somebody that's moving into someone else's household, they they might not think about all the downsides because for them, they might be thinking about how awesome it would be, right? So they're not necessarily coming in and saying, I want to create a like drama. I want to create, I want to make this interesting, not. you know? No, like, no, no. That's not what their intent is. Um, but it it might not be something that has crossed their mind, right? And when you dig a little deeper and you think more deeply about it, it's like, yeah, I'm sure the last thing that anybody would want is to create a riff or any sort of arguments within the the marriage or of the person that's hosting you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or living, yeah, you're and, living with. And like, um, you know, your parents or your mom doesn't think this through, but, you know, when she comes into our house, she's technically living under our roof, right? Yeah. 
and and oh, no, no but the roles have reversed but it's not that yeah. it's like you know she can no longer run the house like she normally would be able to it's not her house anymore. exactly right. it's not her house anymore and and you know the the power dynamic there's a shift right now it's you know i wouldn't say you know we're gonna be you know above her or anything it would probably be equal and i don't think she's used to being able to share that power or like if you're you're the one like bringing in your in-laws you you're i would think you you and your spouse are maybe going to set some you guys have a certain lifestyle for example right like if you guys enjoy cooking a certain a healthier option for food mm-hmm. um your parents might not be used to eating that way so how would that work would they just cook separate meals and things like that you know like it can get a little complex or yeah. if you get if you go to bed really late, you know, like, if they want to sleep at like seven p.m., yeah, it, it can kind of throw things off. There's just going to be some clashes in lifestyles and how people do things, and that's where I think the the issues can can come up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but let's say let's say okay, so that's one example, right? Our parents. <laughs> uh-huh. But how about how about siblings? Yeah. And ex- and extended family. What if they came to you and said, "Hey, I'm on. Like, I'm down. Down on my luck. Down on my luck. You know, I. If I don't, if you don't, you know, let me stay with you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to live on the streets. I think if if it's an emergency situation, um, I personally I would help that family member. It would, and obviously, it would be a decision we would have to both agree with, mm-hmm. um, as my spouse, right? But um, I think with that, it might be a little bit easier for me because I would know that that is only temporary, versus like if I brought in my parents or your parents, right? That would be kind of a permanent thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it would be much longer period. But for something like that, I would think, okay, it's probably just, oh, hopefully, it's temporary. And like if somebody lost a job, right, or something happened and, you know, they just need a little bit of help, like I would hope family steps up and I want to be that person to be able to help somebody too. And, but at the same time, I would still establish some ground rules and also to have, you know, a game plan, right, for that person. If they're going to stay with us, um, you know, what's your plans? How long would this person be staying there? And they have to be willing to agree with those terms before we would let that person stay. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's somebody that, let's say, lost their job and they're not trying, you know, to get themselves out of that situation by actively looking for a job and they just want to like surf on the couch, <laughs> right? Like, like, oh, this is so cushy. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, why would I go look for a job? Or, you know what I mean? Like sometimes people can take advantage of your kindness. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know like for us, you know, that our siblings wouldn't do that. But at the same time, you just never know, right? Like with friends or anybody, anybody really. And if you don't set rules or some terms or you don't have an agreement about what this is going to look like before you enter it, it's just you're leaving it up for disaster, you know? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, I'm not the, the type that would just He's like, bye. bye. Enjoy the streets. Enjoy, it's like, yeah. damn, you know, you know that's, that's hard. I, it, I, it's like you want to, you almost can't want, you say you could do it, but I don't think I could. You know, I, I don't think I would yeah. have the heart to do it. But um, of course it would be, we would have to be a united front, right? We would have to agree on the terms 
and that person they need to know that they only have x amount of time like i cannot house you here forever like that's not how it's gonna work yeah right you need to figure out a, a solution like i'll help you for a certain amount of time and i need to know that you're actively doing something doing something and you know if you're living under our house there's rules you need to follow yeah and you need to contribute to the household yeah you know maybe not financially but in other ways right right? that's how we would handle it i I think everybody would would be different but i do think everyone no matter who it is should have transparency right between all parties so everybody knows kind of what that looks like yeah so let's circle back and let's say if your mom or my parents yeah both of them kept insisting i need to live with you yeah you know and you don't want to break their heart like i need to live with you i am lonely um because that's valid too that's valid too and it happens right it's like you know your kids go off they're doing they have emptiness let's say maybe they don't have friends or a lot of friends or you know the relatives that are close by it's hard it's, yeah, yeah it's hard i get it they're and they're lonely and they're and they want to live with you they absolutely they call you every day and say i need to move in with you <laughs> oh my god or every hour okay. what are you gonna do will yeah um well if let's say i talk to you about <laughs> it and you're okay with it and you're truly okay right you're you're like you know what i'm okay with giving it a try mm-hmm Right. And it isn't like a BS answer, meaning it isn't you really not wanting to, but then you're not just you're not vocalizing it. Right. It's more of, okay, like, you know, you've thought about the pros and cons, but you've decided, you know what, let's let's give it a chance. Let's try it. And I would try do like a trial run. You know, what's to say that we can't invite them in and have them live with us for a couple of months or however long we decide and see how things go. Yeah. If things go horribly wrong, then I think that's when we have to make a, a compromise and maybe figure out another plan. So maybe something like instead of them living in the house with you, maybe they live close by down the street or on another block or a couple of blocks. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're lucky enough, maybe the back house, right? Like something where they're not with you 24 7 but they're also close enough where if they wanted to come visit it's very easy to do so yeah like proximity right having that so let's say let's say i'm like hesitant but i'm like okay fine i'll give it you've convinced me right i've made a good case you made a good case and i'm like oh fine she can can move (laughs) in okay right and let's say three months later yeah, three months later, and I'm like, okay, either she moves out or we're getting in a divorce, <laughs> oh, right? <no. laughs> so you think it would get that bad, like with some situations? I guess it could. Absolutely. I mean, it could create a lot of tension, right? And and that we, tension, we can... could be fighting, right? And maybe like you could be bringing stuff up to me, like behind closed doors, and maybe you're not telling that person. It, I can't because it's, it's your hard. mom. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm very, I'm very respect. respectful to my elders still, right? right. Like a traditional that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I can't. Like, I'm not the type that will yell at your mom. You don't even yell at anybody. Yeah, really. I know. Yeah. I get, so it's not in yeah, your personality. Even, yeah, so like, you know, knowing me, I'd probably be polite and I'll just grin and bear it, right? And just But take, then you'll yell at me. Exactly. Yeah, that's the only person that and you're going to yell And let's say I'm at. like, this tension it. is too much. Like, either... 
you know, you're going to live with your mom or I'm moving out. Like, this, I, I cannot do this. Ooh, so an ultimatum? Yeah. That's not very nice. <laughs> All right. Or so, No, I could see you so, like maybe venting, right? I could see you vocalizing your frustrations or maybe how much it's hurting you or impacting you, causing you stress. I could see you doing that. Yeah, stress. And yeah, so let's say that's the case. Is it okay once they move in to ask them to leave? <laughs> I I personally say yes because but but I would have set that from the beginning too. Like I But let's say you didn't. Okay. So we let's didn't, say you did. I because didn't tell my parents like, hey, you know, if things were, don't work out. No, because you were hopeful. <laughs> You're like just like hopeful that things are gonna work out and yeah, we're yeah, gonna good. Yeah. we're gonna love each other. It's gonna work out great. La di da. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then it's just a disaster. Uh-huh. And I'm threatening you behind closed doors that I'm moving out. So you're making me choose sides, basically. Yeah, that's kind of what it but is. But you know, what? I can't I can't imagine it being pleasant for you as well. If I'm stressed out every day <laughs> and I'm choking you behind closed doors yeah. <laughs> and your mom is choking you in the other room yeah. because I'm probably getting I'm getting on her. beat up on both sides exactly, no matter what, right? Because I'm probably getting on her last nerves too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You, you guys are just annoying the crap out of each other. Exactly. And I'm the freaking punching bag yeah. in the middle. Yeah, and now I... I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Okay. And then she's probably telling me the same thing or no? No, she probably doesn't. No, she can't. She's not going to tell you to divorce me. (laughs) So let's say you, you come to me and you, you make me make a decision, right? I think at that point, um, I think it's okay, um, to politely and respectfully have a conversation, right? With everybody, so I wouldn't just cut you out of it. You're coming into the conversation too. Yeah, We're gonna, I think transparency is yeah, very important. Yeah, like I, I don't yeah. want it to be like, well, why didn't she come tell me, right? Like to face-to-face. Like I, I don't think that's right to like be, I don't want to be the messenger, right? In the conversation yeah. or the situation. I want it to be an adult, mature thing where, okay, well, let's all three sit down and talk about it. Look, clearly things aren't working here. Uh, we we wanted to to work. I think we can all agree the intent is is right. We it would be wonderful if we could all live in harmony, no issues, um, all that stuff. But clearly, these last couple of months have been very difficult, and there's been arguments. All you guys do is argue. You get on each other's nerves, and I think maybe the best thing here for everybody is, mom, you're, we're gonna find you a nice place, and we're gonna. <laughs> It's going to be close by, right? Or close enough. And and we're going to have you we're going to get you set up. Now, is she going to take that very well? Probably not. Is she going to be happy about it necessarily? Probably not. But I think she's probably not happy um, you know, because we're kind of like by asking her to leave, it's kind of like kicking her out, right? I know, that's what I'm saying. It's um, a thought, but you know, I think it's important for us to break it down and ask her truly, are you happy? Yeah, here? I was going to get to that. So oh. like, um, but you know, you're right. Like I would, I don't want her to feel like we're ganging up on her either. Yeah. Right. I want her to just let, let her know kind of how you're feeling. And you would be obviously talking and letting her know. And I would probably be translating. Um, but expressing your side of the story, I want to hear her side of the story. And then exactly asking what you said. 
Yeah, right? like, are you, is she happy? Are and you even happy? Is this what you th- imagined it would be, you know, when you decided you wanted to live with us? Yeah. And also, um, the other thing is that, you know, I would ask her, like, you know, are you okay with building up this tension between you and I mm-hmm. to the point where, like, I'm ready to walk out of this relationship? Yeah. Are you okay with me just leaving this relationship because of you? Because I think if, we, if we're transparent, we leave it on the table and you get to express kind of how it's making you feel um, or what it, how it's impacting you. She might not have even been, been aware of her actions mm-hmm. and what it's caused, right? The drama or the tension between us. Yeah. Like the spouses yeah. and how that's made us, you know, grow distant. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, it's very easy to argue. Um, you know, ask the, the daughter-in-law to be like, how could she not know? How could she not know that she's creating this tension? She's doing it on purpose. You know, like that's you hear that a lot. Like yeah, in, you do. in TV and stuff. But well, not just TV, in real life. Uh, yeah, in real life too. Yeah. But, you know, you, you see a lot on TV too. But, you know, it's based on, you know, what they've the observed. The reality. Yeah. It's a reality, exactly. And, you know, you hear that a lot. Oh, she's she's doing this on purpose. She hates me. This and that, yada, yada. But, you know, in all fairness, if you don't voice that to them, sometimes they're oblivious. They really don't know. They think that, you know, it's just the argument you guys have or the disagreements you guys have. It's, it's just between you two. It just stays there. It's yeah. just, or, or it's not, it, do, it doesn't even mean much to them. Right. It could just be something almost like normal. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I expected there to be some, you know, yeah. back and forth. But they might not know the extent of that, how much it might be damaging someone's marriage. And I, I would think that that's, that could be the last thing that somebody wants is like, oh, my God, I didn't even know. Right. Or in, in another case, like we were saying before, what if it wasn't your mother-in-law or daughter or uh, father-in-law or your in-laws or whatever, but it was a, a sibling or a friend mm-hmm. and they're the ones causing that, that rift. Yeah. Right. Um, and that tension. Yeah. That's not what they want, most likely. So just vocalizing it, I think it's important. But I do think it's critical that if we took even a further step back to the beginning of this, before having that person live with you guys, I, I talked about how it is really important for both spouses to be really honest and upfront about how they would feel about the situation to begin with. Because it's much easier to get that out right in the beginning you might not agree with your spouse but to be able to debate about it or to like talk it through Mm -hmm. before that person the other person the third party has moved in it's much easier to solve that problem right then and there than if you said if let's say i really don't want your parents to move in with us but i'm just gonna say you know what yeah i'm okay with it even though i'm really not because i don't want to get into an argument for example because i think that's sometimes what it is right like we were trying to avoid conflict. I don't want to have an argument with you. And I don't want to seem like I don't like your parents. So therefore, I'm not going to be honest with you and say how I truly feel, which is I don't really want it to, to live for them to live with us. Not because I don't like them, but because of one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever my reasons are. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I said earlier, too, I don't want to be I don't want to not speak up. And then, um, you know, and allow the situation to happen. And then, you know, for it to impact our relationship. And then later on, blame myself for not even speaking up about it. 
Yeah, I mean, why let it get to the point yeah. where we have to have an ultimatum? Yeah, and it's like it's like, um, and it's not fair for you either because it's like you, you didn't know that's how I felt, right. right? So I didn't even give you an opportunity, um, to compromise, an opportunity to see it on my side. Yeah, and maybe if I made. You know, a good case. A good case. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, you're right. I didn't. Maybe you didn't, I didn't even think, think about it, thir- it. Yeah, thoroughly because it's your mom. I want. Your, I'm just like, oh, it would be so awesome. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, like it's yeah. a soft spot, right? It's like it's yeah. your mom. It's like, of course, you're gonna want to say yes. You don't yeah. want to be, you know, the person or the child to disappoint them. Yeah, or feel like you know, oh, my mom raised me and did all. She sacrificed for me. Why? Why can't I be a good son or like? Why can't I sacrifice a little bit for her or I want to take care of her yeah. since she took care of me kind of thing. Right. So those I think those thoughts go through my head. And, um, you know, like you said, we have a soft spot for our parents. Absolutely. And if I think if you if you come from like a household where, you know, your parents have given a lot for you and you want to reciprocate that back to them. And we always try to do things right like taking on trips or doing nice things for them just to let them know how much we appreciate them and i think the ultimate test sometimes in my head would be like well if my mom wants to live with me and that's really something she would love she would love it yeah so it's kind of like if you told her mom um, you can move in with us. She'll be here in the next five minutes with a oh, suitcase she'll have, ready. She'll have the bag ready. Yeah, for sure. she'll have the bag maybe ready. Maybe she already has one ready. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, no, but. Um, yeah, so a compromise would definitely. I think that's the only way. It's is, for her to maybe live closer to us. Yeah. But I, I but um, for her to live with us, it's. And again, it's just not just my mom. No, right? it's not it's, just your mom. It's anybody we're talking yeah. about. And I, like I said, even with, to my parents, right? I yeah. said no. I mean, that's assuming. Th- this is assuming that our parents are healthy. Right. They can still take care of themselves. You know, there's no health um, factors, right? This or is any, more of a choice. Any, yeah. yeah, this is just a choice. Like, they are perfectly independent on their own. Preference and... Yeah, because, you know, if you put other factors into play, things might change. It'll or be more complicated. Complicated, or they will change, right? It's like, it'll be harder for me to just flat out say no. Okay. Based on just like the, the things that I, I, you know, presented. So let's say... Because let's be realistic, right? I mean, our parents are getting older. And I know that that's a big issue right now for a lot of folks. Not an issue, but just something to think about, you know. Um, As parents parents age, somebody's going to have to take care of them at some point. You know, they may not physically or health-wise be able to take care of themselves at some uh, age down Mm -hmm. the road. And when that happens, it kind of falls on the kids, whether you like it or not, um, to make some sort of decision to how to handle the situation, right? So let's say, God forbid, at some point, our parents, you know, they physically can't take care of themselves anymore. And we're kind of put in that position where you have to think about like, okay, do we have them live with us so we can be there and, and take care of them? monitor them whatever or do we send them to like a a a healthcare facility or assisted living you know what whatever kind of situation they're in yeah um i think it kind of depends on the the extent of care that they need 
right? If I know that I I cannot handle whatever you know needs that they they you know what they need, right? On their um, basic daily living activities, like yeah. if I know I can't handle it, like it's just like too much physically, or me- even mentally, or it's just it's just if I can't handle it. You know, I have to, I can't, I can't be selfish or as, as much as I'm like, I want to be a good daughter and, and take care of my parents. I have to really evaluate the situation. Do you have the skills? Do you have the time? Do you have the ability to do all of that? Exactly. Because and do we have, is our house even fitting? Fit, like, can is it big I, enough? Can, yeah, or can it even support what they need? The yeah, equipment and this and that. Like I have, there's, you know, when that comes into play, it's just, I think it's beyond like just what we're talking a, about a today. couple yeah. of pros and cons, right? No, I would have to really evaluate the bigger picture and do what's best for them and also have a conversation with them. What what would they like? They may not even want, want me to take care of them. You know, it's like dignity. You know, yeah. do they want their daughter to be bathing them? You know, it's a dig. It's, it's just, I think that's way complex beyond this, this segment of the podcast yeah yeah agreed yeah there's no definitive answer and there's too many like factors too to ma- think yeah, about exactly um, so i think but for for me it would probably be um exactly what you said because it would be a complex issue it has to involve again surprise surprise a, a conversation you know between all of us and seeing what do they want and what's best for them it's not about us right like you said like we may be like oh i i need to take care of them so let's bring them into the house that might not even be what they want. Yeah. Right. And and I have clients that I've worked with where they had to be in that position um, to take care of their parents. And it's a lot of work. It's a full time job. And there's in many cases, there's no way someone that's unqualified can provide that care for their parents for a long time. Because they themselves had to take time off work, right? Then it causes, again, tension between the families. And sometimes it just might be better to utilize professional services in that case. Yeah. So it's case basis. Case by case. Yeah. And also, um, you know, another issue that they're running into right now as well is that people are living longer. So by the time your parents get old, you may be old too. (laughs) That's true. So it's kind of like very difficult for you know, to quote unquote elderly. people elderly to take care of each other. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of factors. You're right. Play. I have I have a couple of people that I know that um, you know, they themselves are retired in like their seventies, but their parents are like like ninety plus or hundred. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. How are you gonna do that? Yeah, it's you, very you difficult. could barely take care of yourself at well not well, hopefully barely. not, but well, yeah. not barely, I know what but, you're saying. But yeah. you know, you're not you have a lot on your plate yeah, already. But you're not yeah. the same, right? Physically, no. right? The same it's as like if, lifting somebody up. And, yeah. You know. You're not the same as if you were, you know, in your twenties or thirties. Thirties, forties, or even up to your fifties. It's yep. different. Once you Absolutely. You know, it's like your biological age starts to really show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Yeah. I mean, those are in extreme cases, right? Like today's topic, we're focused more on now. Now and if if it's by choice by choice preference. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess the the takeaway is have that open conversation. Speak up if you don't feel comfortable with 
an in-law moving in or you moving in with the in-laws, right? I think that's important because you're going to have to have a conversation, an uncomfortable conversation at some point. Mm -hmm. Would you rather it be in the beginning or after stuff has already happened and tensions already been created and arguments, you know, more arguments have happened and you might even feel stuck. You know, like, for example, I can think of somebody like if you're in a situation where you didn't speak up in the beginning, you said, I'll just go with the flow. Go ahead. Let's have your in-laws come in. And they're just miserable every day because of the tension that's in the household or the whatever, right? Things annoy them. And they might not even at that point, right, the person, the spouse that didn't speak up, they might still not speak up. Yeah. And it's causing depression. It's causing anxiety. It's causing them to Tension. go out and try to like not be home ever because I don't want to go home. I don't want to deal with that stuff. Yeah. You can't even go home to your own house. Yeah. Right? And and you're not telling your spouse because some people like, yes, we're, we're, we're big advocates of like communicating and talking to each other. But let's be real. Like that's not that easy either. No. I mean, that would be wonderful if everyone could communicate to that level. But that takes practice. That takes effort and time. So I think um, in order to try to avoid some of that, you have to try to work on that in the beginning, too. Yeah. Even if you're not a communicator normally. Like, I think you have to take some steps. Vocalize it. Yeah. Just get it out. It's gonna. I think it'll save a lot of issues down the road. Yeah. And let's say... Even if you feel uncomfortable um, vocalizing that, because that's just not your type, but you have to think about it in in um, in a way that you're protecting your your family, right? It's like you're vocal, you know, you're vocalizing your concerns because you, you don't want to cause harm. Yeah, that's true. And I think that. That can give you the motivation. You need to. And confidence to speak up. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Because it's not just about you being uncomfortable. It could be, it could mean the health of the, the marriage, the health of the family dynamic and the relationship with everybody. Mm -hmm. So if you don't speak up, that's in jeopardy potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that wraps things up. Yeah. Whew, that's. Got a little... Uh, Touchy. <laughs> definitely not an easy one. <laughs> no. Um, so no, I mean, we, we really can conclude with just, we don't have a specific answer for people, right? You're going to have to make that decision on your own. But yeah. as and, always, we encourage people to talk about it. Yeah. And this is just, um, you know, how we feel, right? In yeah. The situation we're in, you know, there's many families that can different make it dynamics, work. Different dynamics, different things. Yeah, different yep. things, different situation. So... You know, either decision, but just think it through and talk about it. Yeah. Say, so don't think it's talked about enough. That's for sure. Yeah. But, okay. Well, um, that's that wraps up the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Got some good info from it. Maybe made you think about this topic a little bit more. Uh -huh. um, hopefully, it doesn't create any craziness in your family with the discussions. But I think it's healthy, you know, sometimes to have those talks. And, um Go ahead and give us a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, we're on all, available on all platforms. Yeah. And we release a new episode every Thursday. 
Um, and make sure to share our content with your family and friends. And make sure you tune in next week. Yep. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.